2: The FT.
1: Energy prices are still on the rise, but are you being given the right advice about the best deals? Are you facing huge cuts to your pension incomes thanks to government reforms? We look at what you can do about it. And have you ever had a dispute with your landlord? We test out a new iPhone app that should make tenants happier. All this to come in this week's FT Money Show. I'm Alice Ross and I'll be giving you the lowdown on all of these money matters in downloadable form with my colleagues from FT Money, Joe Cumbo, Hello, Elaine Moore. Hello. Tanya Poley. Hello. And our special studio guest, Billy Mackey at pension provider, AJ Bell. Hello. So let's start with the money news. This week, consumer group Witch found that one third of customers are being given the wrong advice about the cheapest deals from energy companies. It says that many sales staff give information that's confusing or plain wrong, meaning that consumers could be paying hundreds of pounds more a year on their energy bills than they need to. The research comes as the Energy Minister Chris Yoon announced an emergency summit next week with suppliers, consumer groups, and the industry regulator Ofgem to see how people can save money on their gas and electricity bills. Elaine, it sounds as if maybe Chris Yoon has his answer already. If we were all being given the right advice on our energy bills, would that solve the issue?
3: Well, it's come a bit late, hasn't it? So Chris Huhne is saying that he wants to meet up with all of the energy providers and talk to all the consumer groups who have been really banging the drum in the last few months about the state of energy bills in the UK. So if we just put a figure in now, the average bill, the average dual fuel bill for gas and electricity, that's gone up from on average £1,170 to £1,345. That's over a really short amount of time. We're just coming into winter. This year apparently we're going to have another hard winter, so people are going to be using their heating turning their lights on, using hot water, and they're going to be paying a lot more for it. Now, this meeting that's coming up from the government, that's happening after all of the hikes in prices have come. So I'm not sure what it is that Chris Hume thinks he's going to do to the energy providers, but it's going to be probably quite limited.
1: So if we assume that the government isn't going to do much and we have to take matters into our own hands, as usual, um, what uh, what can we do? I mean, this is interesting about um, consumers being given the wrong information on the best deals. How can you find out what the best deal is? And, you know, how can you know more than the sales staff that you're speaking to?
3: Absolutely. It's awful, isn't it? You would think if you phone up and you ask them to tell you what the cheapest tariff is, that's not that hard. They should just tell you And one third of them. They're not saying what it is. Empower, we should say did do very well in this survey and they were giving the right advice a lot of the time but many of the other largest six uh, energy providers they weren't telling people what they should be doing so ways that you can go about finding this stuff out for yourself uh, i suppose you just got to look at the price comparison uh, charts there are a huge amount of difference between the bills that you'll pay on the average and the bills that you'll pay if you pay online if you use direct debit um and if you go for the provider that's offering the best deal um One company not offering the best deal right now and something that we're looking at in FT Money this week is uh, Eon.
1: Yes, you've written a deal of the week on that, haven't you? And from reading it earlier this week, it sounds like it wasn't the best deal out there.
3: So this is the EON Fit Plan, and it's going to be advertised across the UK. You may well see it on the TV or hear it on the radio. And the idea is that you take control of your own energy use. So you will be given ideas for ways that you can cut down um, your energy in your household. And you'll also be given a discount. So two of the months, you will be given absolutely for free if you sign up to a two-year tariff. But here's the massive catch. On average, you would get an 8.33% discount on the average bill. But what you don't get is the normal 8% discount that you would get if you just paid for a tariff using direct debit. So you're getting very little extra for this plan.
1: It's just the difference of 0.33% then?
3: They're making a big song and dance about that 0.33%. So it's very odd. At the moment, the uh, the plan that's coming out the best um, is Scottish Power's online energy saver. So the average that costs is 1,045 pounds every year. That's about the best that you're going to get at the moment.
1: And just quickly, Elaine, how easy is it actually to switch energy suppliers if you if you are out there looking for the best deal?
3: Well, of course, there's exit fees. So and that's another thing that apparently, which said that the energy providers were not telling anybody about. You might be charged up to 50 pounds if you've not come to the end of your deal but you want to move across. So you've got to bear that in mind when you're making your calculations. But apart from that, it should be easy. You can do it online. You can go to money supermarket, these sorts of places,
1: and you can switch. So do check all of these deals and try to cut money off your bill, even if the government won't give you any help. Thank you, Elaine. And for more on how to cut your energy bills and Elaine's review of Eon Energy's FIT plan, look out for Elaine's article in this weekend's FT Money with the Weekend FT and online at ft.com forward slash money. Still to come on the show, using an iPhone app to take pictures of damage in your rental property. First, though, pensions. This week, the government came under pressure to do something to help pension investors, who are facing dramatic cuts in their income of up to 50%, thanks to recent reforms, plunging stock markets and low gilt yields calls for urgent action are now coming from a growing band of investors, financial advisors and pension providers who accuse the government of madness for sticking to its changes in the current economic climate. The reforms came into effect in April and saw income limits for investors aged below 75 who choose to keep their savings invested in the stock market known as capped drawdown rather than buy an annuity fall from 120% to 100% of an equivalent annuity. Now, there are suggestions that these rules be abandoned, but Joe, is the government listening to consumers on this one?
4: No, it isn't listening. And um, there are continuing campaigns for the rules to be revised. And when these uh, reforms were introduced in April this year, um, it followed a period of extensive public consultation and the government said, well, it sounded all very sensible. We needed to change the limits because at the same time, we're going to allow investors to stay in drawdown for the rest of their lives. Hence, we need to, uh, to just limit the risk of of them running out of their funds. But um, Billy Mackay uh, of AJ Bell, the pension provider, is is here with me today to discuss some of the difficulties that your clients are facing, particularly with these uh, income cuts.
2: Yeah, the the challenge is the, the combination of the, the number of factors that have come together at the, the, the single time to that has driven income levels down or the maximum income figure down. It's the fact that we, we have uh, an environment at the moment where we've got record low guilt yields in the UK alongside very volatile market conditions and that alongside the changes that the government have implemented that you talked about before have all driven this maximum income down that people can actually take out of this thing called capped drawdown.
4: So what are you seeing? What kind of cuts are you seeing to income?
2: It varies. Um, it varies from client to client and also the the actual time that they, because GILT yields have moved around so much over the last year and continue to, to be fairly uh, volatile. The, uh, the the actual amount can vary, but we are seeing clients that vary from 25 to 40. And as Alice said, it's almost quite 50% cut. reduction in income is, is not. Right. Involving. So,
4: And what are these people doing if they're facing such big drops and they looking to get other s- savings or use cash? or?
2: It's a combination coming? of things. Um, for clients that have other savings, then mm. one of the things that they are looking at, I guess the challenge is mm. whether they require, the key challenge for anyone in this situation is whether you require mm. continuation of that maximum income figure. If that is the case, then for many clients, they're having to look at using other underlying investments. Uh, For some clients that are not fortunate enough to to, to fall back in other investments, then they're having to look at other things, and those other things involve doing things like revising perhaps your income strategy Mm. and uh, waiting out for uh, a return to perhaps more positive uh, market conditions.
4: You think the government could be taking steps at this point in time to ease the plight facing hundreds of thousands of investors. who Yeah, are absolutely. I
2: mean, I think the part of the, the, the challenge here is that we had a number of changes back in April and the single biggest change was a move where we had a, a 20% uplift that applied in the calculation method. At the same time, we saw new income factors applied that were reduced in terms of the amount of income that it produces out of this thing called drawdown. But the twenty percent factor is the single biggest factor and we would like as an interim measure the government to reverse that decision.
4: The government says, well, that's not sensible. I mean we need to stick to our rules because there is a continuing risk that people will run down their funds.
2: Yeah, it's it's an interesting challenge. The I mean I've been involved in pensions for many years. Drawdown has been in the UK since nineteen ninety five. And I think anyone that's been operating in this space would say that there's there's very limited evidence of actually suggesting that that's a real risk. You know, Certainly looking at our book, there's very limited evidence to suggest that clients are reducing their underlying funds to the extent that you would be worrying about depleting the overall fund. But we've also got to remember that you have a three-year review process locked into this thing called CAP drawdown that means every three years you have to carry out a review and that's there to protect against depletion of the pension fund.
4: So is it just you at the moment um, arguing for change or do you have some support or is there growing support for a review of the
2: policy? No, I I think that it's one of these areas uh, that you're seeing growing support. We carried out some research recently and that research, we asked a number of advisors and clients for views on this subject. We put to them a number of possible solutions Within the first week alone, we had over 500 responses and the responses overwhelmingly backed our call for change. Less than 3% of the people that responded in the survey actually agreed with the government and that they should hold the the, the current rules as they are. So I think there's growing support both in terms of advisors, clients and the industry.
4: So how far are you prepared to go to, to get the government to listen to you?
2: Um, it's an interesting one. Um, we, I mean, our, our strategy from where we sit at the moment, we, we've written directly to the government. We, we, we did an open letter to the government at this point. We, we passed that letter to clients and advisors. Um, in terms of moving that on, we're going to continue to look for opportunities to raise the profile of the challenges that clients face with this situation. And uh, Beyond that, uh, it's, it's a case of continuing to, to keep pushing and pushing the, the, the challenges. Clients Clients in these situations are facing significant reductions in income in the toughest of possible economic conditions, and we'll just continue to raise the profile of that. Thanks for your time today, Billy. No problem.
1: Yes, thanks, Joe and Billy. Hopefully with more awareness of this issue, um, the government might start listening to people. And for full details of what you can do to improve your pension income, read Joe's article in the FT Money section this weekend and on our website, ft.com forward slash money. Finally today, iPhone apps for landlords and tenants. The cost of renting a home is now at its highest level on record, hitting an average £713 a month across England and Wales, and as much as £1,025 a month in London. New research this week found that average private rents are unaffordable in over half of local authorities in England. High rents are not the only problem tenants face. When coming to the end of their tenancy contract, many renters find that some of their deposit is held back due to disputes over damage to the property or its contents. However, a new smartphone application called Imfuna Let could help tenants out. Tanya, what does this app do exactly? It's basically um, kind of designed for both landlords
5: and tenants, um, whoever decides they want to use it. But it's for the start of the tenancy. So um, as a kind of when you first get into the property, you can start you can take your app and start taking pictures of, say, cracks in a wall or damage has been to a table or furniture that you're actually now renting. So it's kind of um, a way of having this proof of evidence of the state of your property when you first move in and um, it's quite easy to use it's like one of these things where you just sort of use your um, camera within your phone and as soon as you take pictures you kind of upload it up to this online server and it records the date and time that that picture was taken so there can't be any dispute about the fact you know when was that photo taken was it taken after the actual proper damage was done to the picture Um, so it's just a way of kind of having that extra evidence when it comes to leaving your um, private rental home and um, in case, you know, the landlord decides that they want to sort of say to you, you've you've damaged this and you believe
1: that actually that damage was done prior to you moving in. Actually, an interesting question I had about the iPhone app when I mentioned it to someone was, could you Photoshop it? Would that be possible?
5: Apparently not. Um, I've been assured by the company um, that has created this app. Um, that because you're taking a picture via your your smartphone, um, the date and the time of when that picture was taken is actually embedded within that data. So it would take some kind of amazing hacker to actually change that and to kind of dot to their image.
1: It sounds like good news for tenants, but is it good news for landlords as well? Will they want to participate in this? I think so.
5: A lot of landlords... they they do provide a kind of inventory list at the beginning of a tenancy, but there's no requirement to actually use a kind of third party independent organisation. Some do, some don't. Some have, do it themselves, and um, some don't actually use photographs. So um, it, it works for their benefit as well if they believe you know that, that damage has been done and they can argue it in their favour as well. So it's kind of almost bringing a kind of a bit more of a democratic pro- um, addition to the process or for both sides really.
1: And, and what about rents themselves? I mean, obviously, this could go some way towards helping you um, reclaim your deposit back. But is that really going to help in you know consideration of the overall rental market where you know as i said earlier rents are at an all-time high yeah that's true i mean uh, there seems to be
5: growing concerns within the market now that actually rents are becoming increasingly unaffordable. um obviously we're seeing more people having to rent because they can't get a mortgage um, there's less sort of high loan-to-value products out there first-time buyers are struggling even more and now we're hearing even working families are struggling because um, rents become so unaffordable so it's really kind of a hard situation to be in because until like you know we start to see maybe the mortgage lenders start to lend more, we're going to still have this massive demand um, for private rental homes. And I can't really see rents, um, you know, stopping the the soaring levels that we've seen recently until that starts to happen. Mm,
1: But in the meantime, hopefully you can try and save some money by using apps like this. Um, This is the only one of its kind on the market, I think. From what I'm from what I'm Mm. aware of.
5: Yes. Yeah,
1: it seems to be it's only
5: been launched in the last sort of, you know, six months or so. And um, it's kind of I think it's still kind of you know, gradually trying to like get more downloads and see more people use it.
1: Mm. Is it free to use, or would your landlord pay? Or? Um,
5: no, you actually have to. It requires a. There's two versions. There's a Let's Light version, which is probably more preferable for consumers and tenants. Um, that costs about 99p to download from the iTunes stores. Mm-hmm um the full version is ninety nine, and we should also state that um part of the app has a kind of report that you can actually create so this is obviously the online server you kind of upload your photos and you write your detailed information about what damage has been done and um if you want to obviously dispute something you can obviously print out this report uh, which costs an
1: additional fee as well hmm. sounds like it could be a deal to pay ninety nine and potentially save hundreds of pounds on your deposit thanks very much for that Tanya and if you would like to know more about the latest app for tenants look out for tanya's article in ft money this weekend but that's all for this week's ft money show remember you can get weekday news updates on our website ft.com forward slash money and you can read and comment on our latest blog posts at ft.com forward slash money matters we'll be back next week with another financial lowdown in downloadable form but until then it's goodbye from me and it's goodbye from joe elaine tanya and our special guest billy mckay at aj bell
3: Bye. Bye.
2: bye bye For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.
5: Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves